Shannon, Shannon. Hey, Shannon, you in there? Go away. Shannon. Freaking go away, you freak. I'm so tired of this. Hey, Shannon, you lose something? Yeah, I did. I lost peace of mind. Can't I just sit here and not do a podcast one night without having to deal with you animals? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to Podzilla After Dark on the Podzilla 1995 Network. This is uh, our first Christmas show for the December season, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. For this one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so we'll call this one like, I don't know, Snowing After Dark. Sad. This is PZ85 Sad Edition. My name is Shannon Young. I'm going to be your host tonight. Uh, with me are these uh, friggin' freaks. We got Jesse Kimball. Jesse? Jesse Kimball. damn, there's a joke I want to make, and I can't because I respect everyone here too much. I'm going to send it to Hunter instead. And <laughs> I have a pretty good feeling I know where it's going. <laughs> All right, then I'm not going to send it to Hunter. Instead, we're going to throw it over to Lindsay Wolfgong. What? I'm supposed to be paying attention? The fantastical adventures of Super Freak Shelby Kimball. I don't know. Who is muted, for the record. I mean, she's not. She's always muted. Like, she just uses my microphone. We heard Could none of what she said. All? We heard none. Oh, she sang a song. None Hold of on. that. Now she's flipping us off. She's flipping off the audience. Yeah, she's... she's you, you guys missed it. Like, Shelby actually sang something. Did she and sing Super Freak? She do. sang Super Freak. She did. Can you do it she again? She did sing or? Super Freak. No. <laughs> All right, Shelby, be ready. Because at the end of the show, I'm going to throw it to you. And I want you to sing Super Freak. Okay. No. That's not happening. This is not happening. Also All with right, us. So you'll, be, so you'll be ready for it. So she'll be ready. She'll be ready for it. Also with okay. us tonight, the obama we'll snow go. monster, Hunter Hendricks. <laughs> I, it took me a minute to see where that was going and then i figured it out shannon i'm gonna say three words to you to start this show and i wonder if you're uh, aware of them um jurassic park sur- well you cut out on the last <laughs> word so we heard jurassic park and that was it <laughs> that's because i didn't jurassic say the other word park yet i mouth that you thought i did <laughs> <laughs> the, third, the third word is survivor what is that? So Wait, is that you an forgot old game? the game awards were tonight, didn't you? No, I didn't forget. I just didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Jeff Keeley. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Fuck everything about it. But that's they, true too. They um, <laughs> Keeley was getting ready to throw it to a trailer, and he said, uh, "This was I don't know, probably about thirty minutes ago." And he goes, uh, "We'd like to show you a game sixty-five million years in the making." And I went, "Well, that's Jurassic Park." And then immediately, bum 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 bum, like uh, it is a first-person survival game in the vein of Alien: Isolation. Okay, that where you play a person who was left behind on Isla Nublar, like as the boat is leaving. Is it and multiplayer? So you have to no single. It's it's Damn. like Alien Isolation, single player, Damn. first person like survival game. Don't get so it's happy, Shelby. Like anyway. Don't get so happy. That's the game for me. But you can play. <laughs> but you can play with us. We could be a team. But it's a it's a survival game. You're not meant. It's it's like a it's a narrative. It's not meant to be like multiplayer or anything. It is just straight up. Dinosaurs will kill you if they see you. Good luck. Well, unless um, it's a it, so it's not a survival game like a you know. 
uh, Valheim or something. It's not a, like it's not a Fallout here. or something. Yeah, I know. Again, Alien Isolation is exactly what it looked like. It looked like Alien Isolation with a Jurassic Park skin. But what if it was a good dinosaur? Yeah, not as exciting as you were thinking. I don't well, think. this time, you know. They also, I, I don't know any of the, all right, so I'm looking at a picture of Jurassic Park Survival, and I'm for it. I mean, it's somebody standing in front of a giant T-Rex. Yeah, you got me. Sure. The, <laughs> the trailer very much is that there's a, there's a, um, also what you're thinking of is Jurassic Park Adventures Survivor. That was the old game. That gotcha. was the 2001 game. That was terrible. Um, yes. I, just, I just had to look it up. No, this trailer was very cool. It's uh, um, again, you hear this, your, I assume your character is always the same person. This, this um, female doctor, paleontologist, it sounded like, or a botanist who like gets on the radio basically says, this is, and I forget what she says. Her name is. I am, you know, I was left behind. Um, they do like basically the kitchen escape scene with her only it's a Dilophosaur instead of, uh, um, raptors this time and as you like stumble out in front of the main gates the t-rex comes through she lights a flare and it ends with like the t-rex roar so i i I would be lying if i said it wasn't the most hypeable thing i've seen so far i mean there's there's been some other stuff that's like yeah that looks really cool they showed the trailer for lego Fortnite stuff um i saw uh, yeah um, this this was it there was a clip christopher judge i don't know i guess he won for something and he said um he said originally my uh, acceptance speech was actually longer than this year's Call of Duty campaign, and the crowd yeah. went, "Oh, yeah, he was, he was giving an away and he said his his speech last year apparently was famously long, and that's yeah. that's what he was comparing it to. Yeah. Um, they did also announce here's what you're probably going to be excited about: uh, Hideo Kojima. You lost is, me. Is uh, no, no, hang on. Hideo Kojima is doing a horror game called OD. They have not explained what OD stands for. Um, Sophia Lillis, Hunter Schaefer, there was another actor who who escaped me. They literally just showed their faces and them like emoting and then them screaming. Um, Hideo Kojima working in conjunction with Jordan Peele. Okay, that's on this that's that's pretty neat. But let me I'm going to be completely honest with you here and I mean this. I I think Hideo Kojima is a is is a obviously famous uh, creator he's got a great mind i've never been a fan the only time i've ever liked anything kojima did was pt and the only reason i like pt so much is because he never got to turn it into what it was going to be because if you've ever watched the trailer for the game that was going to come out is nothing like pt that silent hill was nothing like pt yeah that like the silent hill game that he was going to release was nothing like what pt was right which is yeah. unfortunate because PT was an objectively perfect horror game. It's okay, my that's f- not true. No, the it end is. of it was bad. Well, that's true. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, and now Stephen, on the other hand, Stephen will be nutting himself. Oh, I don't like that term. No, no, that was I don't bad. like that one. Yeah, S- Stephen will be happy about it. <laughs> Very. Uh, well, that's that's just unrealistic, is what that is. Stephen can't be uh, happy. <laughs> Stephen but, happy. I was going to say, I mean, it, it looked interesting in, in the sense that they didn't show anything for the game, but Jordan Peele, uh, obviously a very big fan. They did a surprise reveal of him coming out. So, so Kojima comes out first um, to nine inch nails came back haunted, which I thought was kind of cool. It was a good choice. It's a good song too. Uh, and then before they wrap up Kojima's little section, you hear those opening uh, bars, the ba-dum-dum. Dum that they use for, for, I got five on it. it, And they're like, wait, wait, is there somebody else? And so he comes through the door too. 
Um, but yeah, they're collaborating. They they continued to call it. Here's here's probably my biggest hangup. They continued to call it throughout their their discussion of it uh, an immersive horror experience. Like they they it's a game. I mean, they they made a point to say it's a game, but like even Jordan Peele was like, this is like no other game you've ever played. And I'm like, oh, but is that a good thing? <laughs> what does that mean exactly? They pretty well have the what game. Is it figured out? <laughs> I, I think right, it's, we were uh, confident that that part was fine. I, I'm ex- I mean, I'm kind of excited about it. I, I'll, I'll give it a chance, obviously, because PT is one of my favorite horror things of all time. Um, Jordan I, Peele has been doing great as a horror producer. And Jordan Peele writer. is fantastic. I mean, PT. I think part of it, reason it was so good, was because it was done with uh, Elmo del Toro. So, yeah, I think if he works oh, with uh, an, another big guy like Jordan Peele, it could also be really good. Sega also ran a there. It was like a Sega commercial. It was kind of strange. I was like, what? OK, what Sega game are we getting here? Because you like hear Sonic ring pickups and, and there were two or three other like references to classic Sonic fr- or uh, Sega franchises. Um, and that's basically just what it was. Sega more or less ran a commercial for themselves. Evidently, they are working on not one, but five new games, a new Jet Set Radio, a new Shinobi, a new Golden Axe, a new Streets of Rage and a new Crazy Taxi shit like, yeah, all in one deal yeah there, there is so much um there's so much game news we could talk about there's so many new so much news we could talk about in general um, i'm actually looking over the list of winners from the game awards right now this one kind of upsets me so there's a category called best ongoing game it's awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that involves the player experience over time here are your nominees for that by the way apex legends cyberpunk 2077 Final Fantasy fourteen, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. The fact that you leave World of Warcraft off of that is an insult to me. You've got Apex Legends on there, but not World of Warcraft. Um, I mean, Apex Legends is huge, but like, I it can't ain't World of Warcraft imagine... huge. Well, I, I wonder which one. Yeah, because like World of Warcraft is not as the juggernaut it once was, but World of Warcraft has to be bigger than Final Fantasy fourteen, right? No, no, fourteen. Ever since, oh, so when yeah. Blizzard dropped the ball with Warcraft a couple years ago, fourteen rose up like crazy. It's probably, I still think it's second. It's still second to World of Warcraft. I think the only reason Apex Legends could be beating World of Warcraft is simply because Apex Legends is free, and any freemium game usually has a bigger audience because there's no, there, there's no cost to get in. There's no buy-in. Um, in fact. Every game on that list, except for Cyberpunk and Final Fantasy, are freemium games. So take that as take that as you will, as Dusty Rhodes used to say. Um, but again, for, uh, World of Warcraft has so much ongoing content on a constant basis. Definitely more than some of those games. Genshin Impact's like idea of new content for the game or more gotcha waifus that you can try to buy. Like here's the new bimbo you can have. Yeah, this bimbos. It's all bimbos. Oh, it's all bimbos all the way down, all the way yeah, no, down. Like, in terms of, because I, I was always curious, uh, Apex Legends has an all-time peak of six hundred twenty-four thousand concurrent players. Uh, World of Warcraft estimates daily players ranging from six hundred twenty thousand to one point eight million. And that's and it. I think it does more for content than Apex Legends, but Apex Legends is cool with the. It's cool with a lot of people that I used to work with at the old weed factory. So, you know, maybe they're keeping Jeff I Keighley mean, in business. I don't know. It's an award it's show. Like the award shows are bullshit in general. So, 
That's really true. That's, as I was going to say, I, no part of me went into watching this caring at all about who wins and doesn't win awards. Right. I'm just here for the reveals. Yeah, that's what that's it is. It's, just, it's basically E3 now. Right. Because right. I don't it's understand why, like, E3. The, the 2023 video mm-hmm. game awards for multiplayer game of the year would include, like, there wasn't a single title in there that came out this year, was there? Oh, I already loved it. Well, that no, no, the ones I mentioned wasn't for multiplayer specific. It was for games that continue to push out content for multiplayer games, which is why I thought oh, Warcraft shouldn't have been how excluded. The fuck is, yeah, Warcraft absolutely Wait, should have been like the number one on that list. Did I misunderstand that? Cyberpunk was on that list? Cyberpunk was on that list. I'm assuming just because they put out some patches and put out Phantom Liberty. I was about to say, but they put out multiplayer. Oh, yeah, they never did add the multiplayer to it, did they? Ooh, I think I saw multiplayer. They were planning on adding multiplayer at some point. No, they never never put multiplayer into it. That's part of why I kept Cyberpunk for so long, was because I wanted to play the multiplayer really bad, and then they, they didn't. Okay, so this is the way they worded it. Awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. So this isn't just for multiplayer games. This is for games that continually push out new content to evolve the game. And to be fair, Cyberpunk's updates really did evolve the game. I mean, it turned it from a kind of laughing stock into a well-respected game. But I still think it's just weird that you exclude World of Warcraft from that list. If you've got Final Fantasy XIV on there, you should have World of Warcraft. It has to be because WoW has won that award before. Well, here's my thoughts uh, on it. Here's yeah, there's no like because there's also uh, No Man's Sky should absolutely have been on that list. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the reason is, and I'll be honest with you, and I'm it's, sure it's won it too. It's because the woke left decided <laughs> that they didn't oh want my God. World of Warcraft. I don't mute somebody else's mic. Yeah. A lot of things we could talk about and we're not going to, but I'm going to briefly mention them here. GTA 6 was forced to launch their trailer early because people were leaking it. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is upset that people are leaking uh, secrets from the Deadpool set, which I did see one of them. I won't say what it was. The uh, George Santos finally voted out of out of, out of uh, office, which was very funny. Chris Christie hates everybody else on the stage and then everyone else are cowards. And that's true. There's a lot going on, but we're not going to talk about that tonight because tonight is a night of happiness. It's Christmas time. We're here to feel the joy. Uh, Shelby is going to have a beautiful holiday rendition of super freak at the end of the show. We're all looking forward to that. And tonight we're talking, I'm not a liar. I've never lied. I'm Irish tonight. We're talking about our, our music wrap up, (laughs) our music wrap up for 2020, 2023. Uh, my uh, pretty much all of us are using Spotify except Hunter. He is the man on the Apple. So we got that's correct. I'm I'm the rebel. I'm bucking the system with you know the mega corporation Apple. <laughs> <laughs> He's a free thinker. Yeah, me and Shelby right on uh, YouTube music. Uh, oh okay year. okay. So you guys are doing uh, YouTube. Lindsay and I are doing Spotify, and Hunter's doing Apple. No, no, we're, I said almost. Oh, okay, uh, we're okay. still on Spotify. Uh, yeah, it was it was one of those things like Spotify offered us a deal. Like you know, if you dropped to if you did Spotify Duo, uh, they you know you got a big discount for a few months. And Shelby and I had both been like meaning to combine our Spotify for a while anyway. Uh, so I took advantage of the deal, and then it just straight up wouldn't let us for a while. Like it just mm-hmm. said like uh, the address isn't valid when we were trying to add Shelby's account to it. So whenever that was happening, I was like, all right, well, you know what? Fuck you guys. Uh, YouTube Music had a three-month free subscription, so I tried it out. I actually liked it easily as much as Spotify. 
It's fine. You can actually uh, get stuff on there. You can't get other places. Right. I was able to import my playlist. Uh, anything that is, exists as a YouTube video, you can add the audio from it to a playlist yep. and just listen Boy, to it. That's kind of cool. Time. Yeah, that's where I right? listen to. Uh, that's the only way I can listen to Gifts and Curses by Yellow Card. It's the only way I can listen to Perfect Circles, uh, Buying Down, Buying Down the River, like it's called. And the Graveyard Shift album that released many, 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 many years ago that was never actually released. So, yes. And the only way I can listen to the uh, the acoustic version of Here to Mars, which was, yeah. uh, you know, me and Shelby's song. And Wait, yeah, they, like they it's YouTube music. Uh, not the acoustic version. Oh, no, that's the live version. My apologies. My apologies. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, like it actually is a really, really good deal. It's a little bit more expensive doing the... Uh, because there's no like duo version for YouTube music. It's the family version only, which mm. does have five users. It's a better deal in general, but it's cheaper for us to stick with Spotify. Well, and since Spotify finally started working, like we were able to actually add her to the uh, duo account. And just yeah. let me so, let me look let me look into my Spotify. I might be able to add both of you on my family account, and you just won't have to pay anything because. I have a family account because it used to be me, Lindsay and ex-girlfriend and uh, Bob. And then it was me, Lindsay and different ex-girlfriend. And now it's just me, Lindsay. So I might be able to add you two at just no cost. I'll, I'll double check that. I think I still have it. Unless Spotify is listening, in which case don't even ask that. How dare you? <laughs> How trying to take money out of their kids mouths. Bastards. <laughs> Come on, the last paycheck bounced. <laughs> hey, really quick. Who are I, you to resist, huh? <laughs> I, I know we said we were going to be fun and all that tonight, but I do have a motherfucker of the week this week. I have to mention this. Mm-hmm. All right, what you got? It's, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw in the in the chat when I posted the story about Unknown Henson. <laughs> yes. You did you see this? You know I did. I know you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it in the group chat. Yeah. So Shelby, I'll explain it to Shelby then, and and Lindsay, I think, also heard about it. So uh, Shelby, do you, do you know who Unknown Henson is? Have you ever watched Squidbillies? Yes. He's early. He's the main gotcha. character. Yeah. Yeah. At least he was until the latest season, which apparently the show is still going on. Someone at the store mentioned to me that he had a different voice actor now, and I was like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. So I looked it up, and I found out what happened. <laughs> he was fired from Squidbillies. For oh, I want to read the exact quote because you have to really hear the quote. Yeah, yeah. You have to hear the quote to really understand why it's so bad. Let me scroll back up here and find it real quick because it's very, very good. Hunter, I'm a gamer. You know what that stands for? Uh, explain it to me. Anyway, you mean so like I, gamers like an acronym? So I found what the quote. For? I found the quote. So uh, unknown Henson. <laughs> Once it came out that Dolly Parton was supporting Black Lives Matter, he he posted on this on his Facebook. Again, unknown Henson, the star of Squidbillies or former star of Squidbillies, he says, "Quote, quote, so now this freak-tittied old Southern bimbo is a BLM lover. Remember, slut, rednecks made you a millionaire." After getting negative reactions, he said, yeah, leave, leave liberals, unfriend me, please, because I don't want you un-Americans around. Have fun becoming a, what was it, Hunter, Eloy? Eloy? Eloy, yeah. Have fun it's becoming. It's from the time machine. Yeah, have fun becoming an Eloy or something without a thought of your own where you bow down to the all-knowing minority. Have fun forsaking your own race, culture, and heritage. Have a nice time. 
he is no longer playing early on Squidbillies. But boy, did they peg the voice actor right for that character. They really fucking did. I thought it was done ironically. I thought there's no way this guy is like this. And then it turns out he's much worse than that. So <laughs> Thanks, worse buddy. Than you could have ever imagined. Somehow Thanks the voice actor easy is worse than the character. That would be like if Donald Trump was played by, I don't know, Vince McMahon in the movie. It's like, oh, God, <laughs> one's worse than the other. Uh, all right. With that said, let's get back to, to fun things. We're talking about our 2023 wrap-up this year, music. What did we listen to? What were our top artists? What were our top songs? If you're on Spotify, I have my top five pulled up, but I just noticed if you go up to your wrapped, it actually gives you your top songs in order. So I'm going to reveal my top ten songs for the year. because there's. Well, yeah, if you go to your playlist, it does it. Yeah, that's what I just said. Okay, well, I misunderstood what you said. So, eh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to go. (laughs) Well, that doesn't help me any on Uh, mine. Mine is still going to make you all think I'm pathetic. Oh, I know. There's a whole, I don't know if it's on the website. I just, I wanted to open it up a little bit for you. So, I don't know how we're, I I assume we're just going to do this by person instead of going like round robin because otherwise I feel like this is going to be very weird. Mine's probably going to be very different than you guys. Yes. So, what I what I can tell you is that it told me how many minutes of music I listened to this year. I got um, that. How many minutes per artist and which was like the highest. So I think it's like the top 10. Um how many songs I listened to and uh, what the top like 10 were in terms of like plays of that specific song and then the same thing for albums although i don't have as many albums and then top genres that's a little bit different for us yeah because we all have top artists and top songs basically um yeah so yeah we could just i guess we could just go person by person normally what we do is we go around the table we'll do one and the next person does one next person does one but i think for this one we could just probably read off our top we just I was about to say do each category or whatever. Like, yeah. So let's uh, let's start with our top. Um, let's say top songs is what us four will do, and then Hunter can uh, whatever the equivalent. Fine. I got I've got songs. I've okay. got top songs. So let's go with ah uh, I don't know Jesse. Yeah, I think <laughs> I haven't do that in a while. Right. There's nothing so, he can so steal my, from uh, me this time. It's so. been a while. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we might have a similar one or two. No, that's un- almost certainly not. I don't true. think we do this year. Um, yeah, I don't think we do this year. Yeah. So anyway, we're just doing the top five songs, right? Top ten. Do top ten. And top ten. Oh God! All right, hold on. I got to go to the other thing then. Uh, well, while he's doing that, I'll say my number eleven, just because I want to give a shout out to Cody Rhodes. My number eleven was Kingdom by Downstate. I listened to that a lot this year because <laughs> hmm. adrenaline. This is a weird year for me, and my, my top genre also reflects that. <laughs> Yeah, so once you get to, like, so mine, for my top songs, like, you know, I just had the one giant playlist. Yeah, that and the top ten on that to. should be the your top ten. I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, uh, so it's, it, anyway, okay. uh, Allegia is my number ten The from the, uh, it's been in numerous soundtracks. It was in, like, uh, Metal Gear, it was in Stranger Things. Uh, if you heard it, you would recognize it. Uh, the Dark Sentencer from Coheed and Cambria. Mm. Uh, Summer Days. Uh, it's a Martin Garrick song featuring Macklemore and a bunch of other people. Macklemore. Uh, big Fallout Boys in that as well. Uh, Fuck You from CeeLo Green. 
<laughs> Ever Long for the Foo Fighters, mm. Too Close by Alex Clare, Coming Undone by Korn, Are You Ready by Disturbed, The Willing Well for the Final Cut by Coheed and Cambria, and Pearl of the Stars by Coheed and Cambria. I'm mostly proud that Jesse stuck to the gimmick of having Disturbed and Korn on there. He wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't lying, folks. Barely missing Jesse's top 10, I have it right here, is Chamber of Pud. With their song Birdemic. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, heard, uh, coming in at uh, at uh, number three was Ezra, followed by number two, Better, <laughs> Better Than <man>. Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like, it's good. So basically, the point of what I was saying earlier is like the way Spotify does these playlists, it kind of keeps everything even in terms of what you listen to. I just take shuffle play every time. So, like, I'm sure that all of these songs, with the exception of the Coheed songs, because occasionally I will just, you know, seek those out and start there. Uh, but they're all probably within a few plays of each other. Like, my top hundred are probably all within a few plays of each other. Jesse, uh, can, can I let you on a, a sad secret this year? Hey, what you got? No Coheed and Cambria song reached my top ten. That, that's kind of surprising. In fact, it wasn't until I'm looking at it now. My first Coheed song is number 36. Ow. It's, it's a disappearing act by Coheed and Cambria. Yeah, I'm a little surprised by that, too. Wow. That's very surprising. Okay, well, let's uh, let's swing it over to, uh, again, stay tuned to, uh, to the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen, singing a uh, traditional Jamaican holiday rendition of Super Freak <laughs> will be Shelby Kimball. What the fuck? Shelby, <laughs> Shelby, go ahead. What's your top 10 for the year? Uh, this is kind of weird for me. I didn't have any 10 years on my list, which is, it's usually on there. So for me, number 10 was El Dorado by Stellar. Terrible Things by Brick and Mortar was number nine. Everybody But Me by Tech Nine was number eight. Uh, seven Chakras by Sess Crew was number seven. Cash Machine by Oliver Tree was six. The Fall Half Alive was five. Cradles by Suburban was four. Happy Pills by Weathers was three. Dear God by Confetti is number two, and You Need Jesus by the combination of Young Gravy and BB No Money, which makes Baby Gravy. Baby Gravy! <laughs> that is their uh, combo name, so. Can I don't it not like be? That. I don't no. like that. That's what Jesse said, and I said no, it has to be. Oh, that, sounds like, that sounds like a song the lead oh. singer of Lost Prophets would make, and I don't like it. I knew, I knew oh, you were gonna find a way to work fucking Lost Profits into that. <laughs> so, Son of a bitch. So Lost Profits, uh, they took them off of Spotify after you know. Good. Um, but they put them back on briefly because I was listening to my uh I was thinking I was driving to St. Louis one day for business, and all of a sudden rooftops played, and I was like, What the fuck? Did they add Lost Profits back? And they did. <laughs> they added at least rooftops and uh last train home, and I was like I feel guilty listening to these. Within a week, they were gone again. So I don't know what happened. Yeah, they yeah. briefly put them back on the list. It was very, very strange. All right, let's uh, let's keep back on. And somebody was like, "Hold the fuck up." <laughs> let's keep so this. Uh, on keep this. Yeah, someone told him like, you know what he did, right? No, what? And they sent him the Wikipedia, <laughs> and they were like, "Delete, <laughs> delete, <laughs> delete, <laughs> delete it." No, 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 no. 
<laughs> Which reminds God, me, what have we done? When I was in St. Louis working for Organic Remedies as their community outreach director, and I was, I posted a, it was right when the St. Louis dispensary was opening, and I posted a bunch of pictures of the opening of the dispensary, and I accidentally also posted a picture from one of my favorite Facebook pages, um, WPSD comments with redneck stock photos. <laughs> <laughs> it was a picture of an old woman <laughs> holding a gun, a Bible, and a flag, and it said, "God makes pregnancies." Like there's, it's truth. And, and Sam texted me, was like, "Uh, did you mean to post that?" And I was scrambling, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> I'm not trying to make a political statement. Oh, oh all right, Hunter, what do you got, man? Let's go with you. Oh, God, that's good. All right. All right. Uh, according to, to Apple Music, I listened to 472 songs this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but not a, not a ton of them that many times. So I'm going to count mine down. Uh, over the course of the year, I listened to Help Me by the Alkaline Trio 16 times. I like that I listened to Bedroom uh, 17 times. The Smashing Pumpkins 1979, 18 times. These are all just counts, so it ends at 25. I'm going to stop saying the numbers. Uh, uh, so that would have been, let's see, 10, 9, 8. Uh, number 7 is Loser by Beck. Uh, number 6 is Motion City Soundtracks, The Future Freaks Me Out. Yes! No, yes. Number 5 is Cakes, The Distance. Uh, Wait, hold on. Is that the, uh, four, I'm unlocking a memory. Is that the one that's like, he's going the distance? He's going for speed. Yeah. yeah. And dude, if you have not, if you have, you haven't yet watched the, um, the, the, oh my God, Twisted Metal series on Peacock, have you? No, I have not. I also. So toward the end of it, there is a, a classic Twisted Metal car battle without giving too much away. Like they, they have a battle royale of a whole bunch of cars fighting each other. And that episode starts with everyone starting their engines and just reluctantly crouched at the starting <laughs> engines thumping and pumping in time. I'm like, yes, yes. It was so good. It was so perfect. That's good shit. The um, world needs more cake. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah. So that was number five, right? Uh, number four is uh, Weezer's Say It Ain't So. Number three, and I know why, is Soul Asylum's Misery. Um, we, Sarah and I play that song on the way to work a lot. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, number two is Nirvana's in bloom. And then I, I love this because I love the way that Apple music, uh, uh, phrased it out of 472 songs. My anthem for 2023, my anthem, pretty fly for a white guy by the offspring. <laughs> <laughs> but and that makes me white. feel very good about myself. I am. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I checked the box on my taxes and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't check the box. Shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I'll go ahead and, and go next here, Lindsay. I do want to just really quick. Uh, I, I said my number 11. I, w- I want to give a shout out to my number 12 only because this song meant so much to me, but I found it later in the year. And that's Train Train by Linda Carter. Yes. <laughs> That Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, is from the Fallout 4 soundtrack. Um, it's so good. It's so good. Linda Carter apparently has been making jazz for years, and I had no idea. And she has a bunch of songs in the Fallout series. Because she plays, I forget the name of the character, Hunter, in Fallout 4. It's, um, oh, um, yeah, I'll find it. I okay. can't remember it either. She's like a, a lounge singer in one of the areas. 
and uh, in uh, oh good not good hope magnolia magnolia yeah he she plays it is her good hope oh it is good hope oh yeah because it's the same well it's the same place where that ghouls in because that's good hope yeah the ghoul, the ghoul pirate president <laughs> or whatever um yes yeah i can't think of his oh hancock his name's hancock. <laughs> hancock yeah well she was in my number 12 so yep. i just want to give that shout out but starting at number 10 boy this one surprised me as much as it's going to surprise you ladies and gentlemen it's uh post malone ozzy osbourne and travis scott take what you want <laughs> okay i heard it on right, I, it was on wwe 2k23 and I was like, man, it's a good song. Who is this? And what I saw, I, I actually like Post Malone. I've always liked Post Malone. So that's not a surprise for me. I don't really care for Travis Scott. Ozzy Osbourne, I'm really indifferent on. But I, I like Post Malone, so I'm okay with that. Uh, get ready for this name. You're going to hear a lot in this. All That's Left by Thrice. And this is from yeah. their Artists in the Ambulance Revisited album. That's when they went back and re-recorded that album. That is so good. I love the original, but I love the new one more because his voice is so gravelly and it just sounds so amazing now. Number eight is The Death of Peace of Mind by Bad Omens. I actually got turned on to that song I, by, by Madison at uh, the dispensary, and I love that song. Yeah, I added that to my playlist after you uh, sent it to <laughs> me. That I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Number seven, I had a big year with these guys too. A Decade Under the Influence by Taking Back Sunday. Forgot how much I love Taking Back Sunday. Who who I've been meaning to tell you are playing the pageant next summer in St. Louis, for what it's worth. I might go to that. I've only been to two concerts my entire life. I'd like to go for three. <laughs> number, number 600, you'll like this one. Legend Has It by Run the Jewels. Hell That's yeah, it does. Shelby would uh, also be really appreciating G- that if she were here. <laughs> well, they're, they're the new PB&J. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm told number five silhouette by thrice <laughs> number mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. blood clots and black holes by thrice <laughs> <laughs> number three paper tigers by thrice <laughs> <laughs> i'm sensing a pattern here's the combo oh, wait breaker till you get to mine just <laughs> here's the combo breaker i'm shocked this wasn't number one i'm shocked i say same number two putting on the ritz by taco <laughs> somehow yeah, that you number two. with that song earlier this year oh my god oh my god i still love well, that song it started at the it started at the end of last year i think like yeah. had he started that obsession a little bit later it would definitely be number one this year i oh my god i was 100 obsessed with that song i still love that song but it didn't beat my number one. My number one, which is quite possibly one of my favorite songs of all time. And if you've never listened to any Thrice song, this should be the one you listen to. Stare at the Sun. Such a good song. Yeah. I heard it on SSX3. I've said before, SSX3 introduced me to so many artists. Autopilot Off, Finger Eleven, um, and Thrice. And I I absolutely adore that song. So Stare at the Sun is my number one for the year. Let's move on to Lindsay. Lindsay, what do you got? Um, I'm clearly Get different ready for from this one, all guys. of you. Yeah, buckle the fuck in for this one. Because <laughs> my so top ten, baby gravy. So like, my top Shannon, ten are all from Broadway soundtracks. What's that, Hunter? Put a, I'm putting a picture. I'm putting a picture in the text right now. Take a look at that old ass <laughs> picture of me and Sarah from college, and look look, look closely at my shirt. Fuck uh, yeah, there it is. I don't look it's, too closely nice. at hers. Is that an OJ Simpson? Uh, shirt. What is that? No, that would be better. It's Ashley Simpson. <laughs> I almost wish it was OJ Simpson. Though. <laughs> I 
I, also, that's I absolutely a John Cena hat that I'm wearing too. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. If you look closely, it, it says like Chain Gang something or other. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> that might be the saddest <laughs> yeah, part it's of it. Bad. You look like such it's a. Pretty bad. Look how big it is. You look like such a look punk how big it is ass, on my head. man. You look such yes. a fucking punk. Dude, it's 2000. Uh, oh God, there it's 2006, maybe. Oh wow, I'd only been out here for a year. I think it's 2006. Um. Hey, really quick, I just saw this in the chat as well, but Lindsay. Before you go, I do want to mention Cody Sandusky, our good friend who just wrapped up PZ85 play. Little PZ85 plays the Wrath of Strahd, the Wrath of Khan, something the other day. He sent us his top five. (laughs) His number five, Stage Fright by Def Leppard. Def Leppard. Oh God, why I do that? (laughs) Number four, Eagle Leopard. Smile in Your Sleep by Silverstein. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. could be anywhere in the world at number three with Alexis on fire. Oh, God, I said that like Kirby. I don't like that. Is it Alexis on fire or Alex is on fire? I think it's Alex is That's on fire. That's a good question. I think it's Alex is I on fire. I actually don't know. I legitimately never looked into it. We'll have to ask Cody on the next show he's on. Uh, number two, Cane Dangler by Too Many Zoos. I love that one for some reason. <laughs> and number one. I just love the name. Love from the other side by Fallout Boy. I'm gonna message Kaz and tell him to send us his list too. So yes. All right, Lindsay, you're up now. All right, uh, it is Alexis or... on fire. Sorry. Oh shit. Okay. okay. All right. Cool. Well, I, I was I, I legitimately wondered. I never bothered to look into it, and I it <laughs> occurred to me that Matt Sisman and I used to make that joke at GameStop a lot. Anyway. Fair <laughs> enough. So my number ten is beautiful from Heather's the musical. Oh, see, I thought Number it was. Nine. I thought it was. Remember that one song? You're beautiful. <laughs> no, no. Li- literally, my top 10 are all from Broadway soundtracks because I have a problem. Hmm. Number nine is King of New York from the Newsies. Number eight is Dead Mom from Beetlejuice the Musical. <laughs> I thought that was from my <laughs> stage play I was writing. <laughs> no. Uh, number seven is Hello, Is Anybody Home from Back to the Future, the musical. Jesus Christ. Number six is Candy Store from Heathers. Number five, The Bottom Line from Newsies. <laughs> number four, Seize the Day from Newsies. It's her thrice. Number three, Santa Fe <laughs> from Newsies. <laughs> number two, Watch What Happens from Newsies. And number one is The World Will Know from Newsies. And apparently, I just only listened to this album for the entire month of January. Are they paying <laughs> you for this? Is this like a paid advertisement? No, they're not. It's like I rewatched the musical, and then I just only listened to the soundtrack for an entire month, apparently. Is this how you buy all that fashion now? Is you're taking these ads from, from Broadway plays? Lindsay, all right, so... So by all this fashion, you mean the fact that I bought, like, two flare jeans, silver boots, and two different colored jackets? Lindsay and I were in Arkansas last week, and uh, we were hanging out with... And this is a true story. We were hanging out with Rob Paulson and Maurice LaMarche. And uh, <laughs> as weird as that sounds, it's a true story. And Lindsay was wearing a silver jacket and, like, silver shoes and... Was it silver pants? No, I don't have the pants. I wasn't the silver surfer. I was wearing my my wide leg dark colored denim. Like two people stopped us and complimented her on her fashion. And then recently she purchased a turquoise a badass awesome coat. Yeah. 
And so she gets compliments on that too. And I'm over here basically wearing a garbage bag as a jacket. And <laughs> so a black puffer jacket is not a trash bag. I, I tried on, we were at, before we went to go to this uh, concert and, and see Rob Paulson and Maurice LaMarche, which by the way, couldn't be nicer. Uh, the, the show itself was fantastic. Awesome. And th- what was the guy's name that did the music that we talked to after the show too? Uh, Randy Rogel. Also awesome. All three of them were awesome. I mean, class acts all the way. I, c- I cannot praise them enough for how cool they were. Uh, we talked about Ghostbusters. Lindsay talked to, uh, tr- tried to convince Rob Paulson to convince me that there was this show that actually existed. And then the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I played along. I told, asked him to confirm that Bump in the Night was an actual show that existed because every time I bring it up, you all think I'm insane. And by you all, she's, ta- she's talking about the cats because she's never brought it up to any of us. She's probably talking to the cats when no one's paying attention. Point is, while we were waiting for this and she's looking at this cool jacket, I saw this really nice like black leather leather jacket. I think it was pleather probably, but it was this nice jacket. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try it on. It's a 2X. That might be a little big for me. I go into the, to the stall and I try it on and I'm like, I look horrible. I'll put my trash bag back on. And I gave up on that particular. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to give up the soda. I'm going to, from now on, it's clean living for me. Um... I will be having a Pepsi when this episode's over. So, <laughs> uh, for for what it's worth, that that too many zoos. I went and listened to that song that Cody mentioned, Kane Dangler, and I just posted a link to it. That's funky as shit, man. That's a good tune. <laughs> I and it's it's uh, instrumental. There's no lyrics. It's just instrumental, and it's fucking great. I appreciate also that Cody said, still love that Thrice shirt. Artist in the Ambulance is such a good album. It is. It was good then. It's better yeah. now. Go listen to it. All right. Yep. We're starting over with our top five artists of the year. Jesse, we'll start with you. Uh, this one, I think, is almost identical. No, it's not identical to last year because last year. <laughs> um, uh, well, I'll, I'll get to it here. Um, number five is Disturbed. Number four is Metallica. Number three is uh, Twerp, T-W-R-P. That's how you spell that. Number two is Lincoln Park, and number one is Coheed and Cambria. Surprising literally nobody. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. Uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting that Twerp and Metallica at my three and four, and Lincoln Park, uh, though I don't think any of those three bands had a song in my top ten. Yeah, now that you, you say that, only two of the bands in my five had a song in my top ten, so you just casted a wide net, you know? Right. A lot of songs Uh, by them. So Jesse Kimball confirmed here, biggest Metallica fan in America. (laughs) I mean, it's it's the number four on my list. (laughs) (laughs) I am definitely the biggest Metallica fan in our group of friends. I do not doubt that. I think the only person if you do what? I do not doubt that. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, if you include, like, the the ancillary group, uh, JR. Uh, J.R. Davis is a huge Metallica fan. Yeah, uh, I've probably seen has the beat, but other than that, yeah. All right, uh, so let's uh, let's swing it over to Shelby. Shelby Sorry. Campbell, who we can't hear. Okay, now we can. Sorry. Hello. Hello. Yeah, look at Hello. the microphone. Is anyone? Is anyone here? Hi. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, well, remember earlier when I was saying that uh, 
Young Gravy and BB No Money made Baby Gravy. That's five, four, three right there on top. Yes, five. We, have, we have not forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> we will not soon forget. Uh, then my number two is Confetti. And then my number one is 10 Years. So 10 years got my top artist, but uh, somehow no, no song. I was about to say, not a single song yeah, from them in the. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna break up the the pattern here for just a second and give a shout out, another shout out to one of our listeners, who is uh, Michaela Minton. Michaela, I know you're listening because you posted that you are in the top six percent of our fans on Spotify. Here's the funny How part is about it that: not literally the top one yes, percent. That's what I was gonna say. Who is listening to this show oh more than Michaela? Who is listening to this more? Yeah. Right? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I seriously want to know that. If you're listening to the show and you listen to us on Spotify exclusively, let us know. We want to know Reach who out. you are. Reach out. Warner Brother. Yeah. Spotify. Because <laughs> like, right, I'm in the, the, the top 0.05% of Coheed listeners. If if Spotify gets that precise with it, <laughs> like, and she's only in the top 6%. <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, she also, her entire top five is the 1975. It's somebody else, part of the band. It's not living. Love it if we mad. I can't see the rest of it because it says dot, dot, dot. So I'm assuming the, the song is called Love It If We Mad. And the number one is Robbers, all by the 1975. Thank you, Michaela, for being a listener. Like, seriously, you have always been one of our favorites, and uh, we love you very, very much. Same to all of our other listeners, especially Zane Laney, C- uh, Ciro, of others that I can't think of off the top of my head because they don't reach out to us and talk to us like those guys do. <laughs> Probably talk to us and talk to us and, and we'll pimp you out every time too. Like, we will whore ourselves will. out for you. We'll pitch anything you're selling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Maybe to not anything. All right. Um, so Apple, Apple gave me all 10 of my, my top uh, artists. So just, again, counting down 10 to 1. Um, and then you can take the top five if you want. <clears throat> number 10 was Beck. Um, number nine was the Rolling Stones, somewhat oh. surprisingly to me. Yeah. Uh, number eight was Motion City Soundtrack. Number seven was The Offspring. And number six was Nirvana. After that, it gets interesting. Number five was Sub Radio, a band that I did not discover until about two months ago. I had no idea that they popped in that much, especially for not having individual songs listed there. Uh, number four was Jay Z. Again, not in my, not a single song in my my top ten. Uh, number three was Rise Against. Also not up that high. I would never have guessed that they were up that that high on the list overall. Number two was the Starting Line, and then number one was Weezer, which neither of those surprised me at all. I really wanted to see. Um, I went back to my Spotify rap because I was kind of curious. You have so much more info on there than I do. So I wanted to see this too. Um, according to my Spotify wrapped, it said that I listened to 2,500 songs, over 2,500 songs in 2023. And uh, let's see. They should have one for how many artists you listen to. I listened to 1,100 artists this year. Man, see, your numbers are so much higher than mine because you, at your day job, you spend time listening to music. Like you, you one hundred percent. I can't one hundred percent. And I also yeah. don't have any kind of commute, so I, right. I do have those numbers. Mine is four hundred and seventy-two songs, uh, unique songs, and three hundred and forty-three artists, and that's it. Eight thousand one hundred twenty-nine minutes of music total. Um, and one thousand one hundred ninety-five song unique songs played. 
uh, I do not see the artists yet, like the number of artists that we've listened to. I, oh, I there it is. Uh, I listened to 819 artists this year. I beat you. Yeah. I also vision. almost exclusively listen to stuff I already have downloaded. Like I, I, I don't hop around. I listen to most, and, and that ends up affecting when it, it goes to my top albums. It does not c- account for playlists I created. Yeah, it, it's strictly like artist albums, so <clears> they're very, very different. I didn't know if you guys were going to do that, but mine, mine's kind of funny, honestly. I um um also want to mention just really quick, Michaela. This is why we're so surprised. So I am the creator of Podzilla 1985, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Shannon Young, and according to Spotify, I'm only in the top 35 percent fans for Podzilla 1985. <laughs> I'm in the top 11. <laughs> this shows you how very when, little I listen to when my you own listen show. back to the shows. Do you, do you listen to them on Spotify though? I do. I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because for See, some I reason, through Apple Podcasts, which it, is a different setup than the music. So, if I listen to the show through, um, uh, who do we use? Podbean. If I listen to it through Podbean, I have weird audio <laughs> issues. So, Spotify is the Podbean. only way I can listen to it. I know Zach Kirkus, He's he's listening. He only listens to us through YouTube, which is strange. And we actually have seen some bigger numbers on YouTube lately, and I don't like it. Stop listening to us on YouTube, guys. <laughs> Come to Spotify or Apple or something like Dock that. Dock it off. Dock it off. Anyway, my top go, five. Go away, you freaks. My top five artists for 2023. Number five is Taking Back Sunday. Again, I rediscovered my love of Taking Back Sunday this year. I couldn't be happier. And I think I think Sam and Organic Remedies for that because we played a lot of Taking Back Sunday there. Number four, Jesse, this is going to shock you. Coheed and Cambria is my number four this year. Jesse shocked me. They didn't release a new album. That's true, but you know, uh, you and I. Well, neither did my number three. Number three is Bone Thugs and Harmony, and they didn't release a new album this year either. Yeah, I guess that's fair. So yeah, you just didn't have like your uh, your one phase of just listening to a Coheed album over and over again. No, I think I had a very weird year emotionally. So I listened to some weird emotionally different things. I wanted something new, which is still old. Um, I'm happy Bone Thugs and Harmony is my number three. I'm a huge Bone Thugs and Harmony fan. My goal, my dream is to one day get Crazy Bone on the show and talk to him about his career. If anyone can help make that happen, Michaela, I'm looking at you. Reach out to me and let's get that set up. Number two is Thrice, which is also surprising considering how much of my music was Thrice this year. Number one by a lot, by the way, is, and Cody's going to be happy with this, the Castlevania sound team. They released they so they released a bunch of Castlevania albums albums and a bunch of Final Fantasy albums on Spotify. I think it was last year, late last year, early this year, something like that. And I yeah, I listened to Castlevania on repeat. Castlevania to me is the best video game music that's ever been made. It's just consistently good. It's so good. I'm a huge Castlevania fan, so it didn't surprise me. But it is a little embarrassing when you're telling people, hey, who's your favorite artist this year? Castlevania. Castlevania. You're an adult, though, right? That sounds it's good music. That sounds awful, morally dubious, but I guess that's just me. Well, I it would give me pause if you said that to me. If I'm being honest, I... <laughs> you can't see me. No, we can't. Cause you're on your damn video. <laughs> damn on. right, I know. <laughs> All right, let's go to Lindsay. What's your top five artists of the year? Okay, well, since you guys already said it, I played 1,137 songs, of which were split amongst 851 artists. And my tops, number five was Ollie Dobson, who played Marty McFly in Back to the Future, the musical. 
I don't like where this is going. Gary Hope Fletcher, who played Veronica in Heathers. <laughs> Number three is Green Day. Yes, I have an actual hey! band in my list. Combo breaker. <laughs> <laughs> Number two is Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> And number one is Jeremy Jordan, who played Jack in Newsies. Yeah. Yeah. Also, my top playlist from mine is Being Your Playlist. And Hunter, you'll be happy. My number two top playlist on my account is The Stills Are Being Attacked. (laughs) That's my fallout music. I don't know if you've noticed, but... (laughs) Uh, Ah, shit, that's good. Did Kaz ever get us his invite? He did not. Okay. He did not. No, it didn't happen. <laughs> do, you, do you guys, uh, did yours break up uh, albums, like your top albums too, or no? No. No, no of course not. So, so again, this goes really fast because mine doesn't have many. So it's it's nice of Apple to try to give me more metrics to work with here. But again, it does not take into account your creative playlist, which is like 99% of what I listen to. So when, when you look at albums, it's stuff that I liked for a minute and then didn't download is basically what this section should be called. <laughs> so it's uh, six, the musical after we saw it earlier this year. Um, it's a good soundtrack. It is, but I listened to it. It looks like about three times and then gave up. <laughs> um <laughs> It is uh, several albums by Sub Radio because I was listening to them before I actually picked like what songs I wanted to download. So uh, a quick shout out to those guys. They're great. They are they're like pop rock from the early 2000s, but they're new, like they're currently doing it. So they have uh, albums called uh, Dog Years, Past Selves, and uh, the most recent one, I think, is Same Train, Different Station. I think that's the no, Past Selves is the new one, but Same Train, Different Station, I listened to more times. And then my top album of stuff that I, I listened to, and I remember this, there was about a two or three week period after I read the book and then watched the, the Amazon Prime series that I listened to Daisy Jones and the Six a bunch. Uh, they have one album they created for the show that's, that's this band, this fictional band from the 70s that fell apart. It's fucking great. But I knew I was not going to download it because I wouldn't listen to it regularly. So I listened to Aurora, the album by Daisy Jones and the Six. Shannon, you ready for this? Yeah. I listened to it 69 times. Wait, I'm so, hold on. You cut out there. <laughs> How many times did you say? Um, it was just shy of 70, 69 times. <laughs> he doesn't even know. He doesn't fucking know. Wait, Wait what? That's the sex what listen. <laughs> <laughs> It also gave me top genres. Did it break up your genres and all that? Yeah, it gave us a genre breakdown. I think the only thing I really paid attention to otherwise was uh, I was the collector, and apparently my place in the world is Pittsburgh, which I think everybody's Uh, place in the world is Pittsburgh. I also got the collector. Uh, it did. It did give me like I don't know if it gave us like our top genres. Like it gave. It us was the, the top very first genre. one. Was your genre breakdown? I I didn't get a genre breakdown. I got just the single top genre. Oh, and uh, Shannon, I was not Pittsburgh. I was Colorado Springs. Oh, I was York, UK. <laughs> I'm looking this up. Okay, so it says your top oh, genre in the first one. Yeah, the yeah, very first thing I listened up to. Forty two genres. What the fuck? <laughs> It right. gave me five genres, uh, pop rock, pop, hard rock, adult alternative, and then my top genre was just rock in general. So I uh, I listened to 96 genres this year. Jeez. That's a lot. And mine, I think it's going to tell me my number one. My number, oh, okay, I got a top five. My top five was pop punk, hip hop. I feel so sorry for my microphone right now, me saying pop punk, hip hop, rock, <laughs> pop, and alternative metal. 
Uh, ours, ours are kind of similar. Apparently, my number five was Pop. I don't know what pop songs I listened to, but Dirty uh, pop. four was yeah, four was Chill Hop, and then Modern Rock, Alternative Metal, and then the number one was also just straight up rock. I still don't get. I don't understand the. There are people like you that listen to the same music, and they're all in Pittsburgh, USA. People there are far more likely to be fans of Thrice, Coheed and Cambria, and Chevelle. Okay, Cal. Uh, so yeah, mine was uh, it was Colorado Springs, and it was people there listened to Coheed and Cambria, Twerp, and uh, Flowbots because Flowbots is another one of my like popular bands here. I listened to Stare at the Sun seventy five times this year. It should be that one. My yeah. genres are so predictable. Because at five, I had Vintage Broadway. Four is anime. Uh-huh. Three is rock. Two is movie tunes. And uh-huh. number one is Broadway. Jesus Christ. I, uh, oh, Shelby also had Colorado Springs. I just That's why you two are meant for each other. Off-Broadway. Off-Off-Broadway. Traveling Company. West End. Broadway. And Aftermath. <laughs> what were your top genres, genre? Shelby? I did not get and then somehow inexplicably like hip hop. I know it's, it's like the very first. No, one. that'll never be on my list. Okay. Uh, okay, Cap. Shelby, what, you say you had a top genre, but you didn't have. Oh, uh, Shelby listened to five genres. Hell yeah! Oh wow! <laughs> I wasn't. That's on. somebody who knows what they like. It's gotta. It's gotta make the sandwich here. Oh my god. It takes so fucking long. It's gotta make the mm. sandwich. It really does. Alright, Shelby, go ahead. Okay, so my number five was hip hop. Yeah. Number four was alternative metal. Number three was POV Indie? POV Indie? So <laughs> Also, it only gave you four of it the did, five. Yeah. It did not give her the she listened to oh, five god. genres. It only listed four. Yeah, so hip hop, alternative oh. metal, POV indie, and then my top one is meme rap. <laughs> meme wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. No, no, back up, back up. Did you say mean rap or meme nope. rap? Meme. Meme, meme rap. <laughs> but also, it's pretty mean. Uh, so POV indie is, is well, obviously, it's a real thing. They're not just fucking with you. Um, but according to this, POV indie is a musical genre distinguished by its independent DIY approach to production and promotion. So, okay. Okay. So TikTok music. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that sounds about right. No? Yeah. I have, a, I have a feeling that baby gravy would count as POV <laughs> Stop indie. Stop saying baby gravy. Baby gravy. Baby gravy. Stop saying baby gravy. I yeah. did at least have 27 genres out of those five. Yeah, one was like uh, 1920s Broadway, one was early 2000s <laughs> Broadway. <laughs> um,. That uh, that's gonna be it for us tonight here on the show. Shannon, I need the name of this. I need the title of this episode to be "Hit It, Baby Gravy." You got it. <laughs> you got it. Uh, hey, go back and check out this week's shows. We had a. Are, are we doing a horse time tomorrow? I don't know. Are we? I'm down for it. If you are, I'm around. All yeah. right. All right. We'll save yeah, the yeah. the group chat names for tomorrow then, because there's some good ones in there right now. Yeah. Stay tuned yes. for that. But go back and listen to this week's episodes. We got some good stuff on on deck. Uh, on Sunday, for because I'm lazy, we had our review of Tombstone for Extras and Epilogues, kicking off It's Been a Good Year on the double <laughs> uh, double feature for Extras and Epilogues. 
on yeah, double feature December. Yeah, on Monday, even though it was posted Tuesday. No, we did do it Tuesday. On two, I don't fucking know anymore. Point is, it was on Tuesday t- we did it Tuesday. <laughs> okay, Tuesday we did Terminator for Extras and Epilogues. Yeah. It's still being a yeah. good year. We also finished up PZ eighty five plays the Curse of Strahd. You could listen to the finale. It was really good. Um, yesterday we did Home Alone for Extras and Epilogues. That just went up. Tomorrow we got an all new horse time, and then I believe on Saturday we'll have myself and Lord Farmer William Hills Esquire reviewing Godzilla minus one and an extras and epilogues extra. So the fourth episode of extras and epilogues in one week. <laughs> you sick of it yet, folks? Well, all we right, we like our movies. That's gonna right. do it for us tonight. Tell us what your 2023 wrap up was, and then we're gonna wrap it up. B, as promised, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage the fantastic, the number one artist in Bulgaria and Jamaica combined. It well, nope, she just disconnected. I believe she disconnected. Okay, but we can still oh, hear can you. We pay her deposit. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Here's Shelby Kimball singing. I don't remember what it was anymore. It was it had something to do with a pepperoni. No, it was Super Freak. Super Freak. Super Shelby freak. Kimball was Super Freak. What? Shelby, take it away. Take uh, it away, she, Shelby. She she, she left. Is away. Anytime, I don't believe you, Kimball. Turn the light on. Bullshit. Turn the camera on, Kimball. I don't believe right. you. Oh, right, here you go. Now me. And then move the camera around the entire. Was I, heard her? I heard it. <laughs> All right, we'll try to get Shelby Kimball on next week to perform her her new single, uh, Baby Gravy. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) that's it. We'll see you tomorrow for Horse Time.